We started off the Maimer rejecting the simple translation of the Chacham's question. That doesn't make sense. So we started right in the beginning with a deeper explanation for his question. He's asking how through Maisa HaMitzvahs can we draw down Atzmus Mahosein Seif Baruch How through action are we able to draw down Hashem's essence? <coughs> Seemingly action is so distant from Hashem's essence. And then we moved forward and we said in Ois Gimel that the Ben HaChacham understands that Hashem gave us mitzvahs and Hashem chose that through these mitzvahs. That's how we connect to him. What he wants to know is how are we using our seichel, our intellect, to be able to connect to the mitzvahs more. Seemingly the mitzvahs have nothing to do with our understanding. Why then are the mitzvahs connected to our reflection, our thought about them? Seemingly mitzvahs should have nothing to do with that, with kavana. These two questions are almost opposite. But then after we develop the idea of edes and chukim and mishpatim, in the course of the Maimer, to the point that in the beginning of Ais Zayin, we answered the question, why is it in this order, Eidus, Chukim, and Rishbatim? And we explained that it's in fact a sequence. Eidus reflects the essence of what mitzvahs are about. Chukim reflects the bitul that I have in the performance of a mitzvah. And Mishpatim rep- represents how the mitzvah becomes part of my life, part of my appreciation, my understanding and my beauty. Based off of that explanation, we explained that really the Ben HaChacham's question is a combination between the first and the second idea that we just said, where the Ben HaChacham is saying, he's looking and saying, how is it possible that through the reflection of a Maisa, we should be drawing down Hashem's essence. And in that, that we're drawing down Hashem's essence, how can it be that through our reflection, we're making it begili, we're causing that that should be something which is revealed by us. In other words, Hashem's choice that that should happen, the Ben Achacham understands. But he doesn't understand the Gilui, the revelation, the fact that this sequence, Eidus, Chukim, and Mishmatim, is all about making godliness revealed by us. Or Hasevev and Ar Hamimali, etc. Seemingly, Ar Hasevev and Ar Hamimali is limited to being Ar Hasevev and Ar Hamimali, not not the essence of Hashem. Then we continued to explain the answer in Perik Ches. We continued to explain the answer to the Ben HaChacham. That the answer to the Ben HaChacham is that by Matan Teirah, Hashem chose to say, Anoichi Hashem Hashem chose to have a relationship with us in which Hashem invested himself, his essence, literally inside of these mitzvahs. And that's a choice that Hashem made, that through the actual performance of the mitzvah, we should be connecting to him. Now, in all of this development, we expanded our appreciation of mitzvahs. How every single mitzvah that we perform every single day is connecting us to Hashem directly, not to godliness, to spirituality, to good things. We're having a embrace of Hashem himself, of the essence of Hashem. 
And not just are we embracing Hashem, but we're in fact connecting to that embrace in a way that it becomes revealed and practical in our lives. As I understand it, there's one thing that is still a little bit difficult. Because in everything that we've developed, the Ben Achacham has been right there together with us. In fact, the question, the question that the Ben Achacham asks in Eish Zayin, trying to understand why and how, the whole question is built off of the Ben Achacham's deep appreciation of what mitzvahs are. He understands it so deeply that he says this doesn't make any sense. And our response to him in Eishchas is not that it makes sense. Our response to him is this is what Hashem chose. This is what Hashem wanted. Hashem wanted to give us this special knock and through this special knock, he will appear. What about Eschem? He's not shy after We're going to get there. That's what Hashem chose. <coughs> so we're not really answering his question. We're just telling him, yes, indeed. In the last three ICs of this Mimer, we're going to, on a slightly new level, on an Avedidika level instead of an Ahaskaladika level, meaning it's focusing much more on what we do. In other words, on the Aveda, on the divine service of the Chacham, rather than a, an intellectual question that he's asking. The last three Isis are going to develop the question, really the question that we have arrived at through all of the work that we've put into this Mimer, and explain it from that angle. And explaining it from that angle, if it's not an intellectual question, then we're not left with this lingering sense of dissatisfaction that he asked the question which we didn't really respond to except to say that that's what Hashem wanted. You understand? Let's see inside, Perik Tess. After everything that we've said, we need to explain. Since the Torah calls him a Chacham, it's probable, it makes sense, that he knows the novelty of Matan Torah. And that is Shabbatan Torah Nitin Hakayach LaHamshuk Al Yedei Mitzvus Maisius Hamshachis Hachi Nailis. That through Matan Torah, as we described in Oischas, we received the power to draw down through practical mitzvus Hamshachis Hachi Nailis, the highest Hamshachis, the highest levels that we're able to draw down, that these hamshachis should be revealed. Therefore, So what's the question? Again, to put this in other words, I believe, based on the way that I understood, his question itself implies his knowledge of the answer. If he didn't know the answer, he wouldn't ask the question. The reason why he's asking the question is because he knows what mitzvahs are all about. Someone who thinks that a mitzvah is just a Jewish blood pressure measurement. Someone who thinks that's what we put on tefillin. It's a Jewish way to 
measure your blood pressure. He doesn't have the question of the Ben HaChacham. The Ben HaChacham who's wondering how is it possible that a mitzvah should draw down the essence of Ein Seif. The only reason he has the question is because he appreciates what the mitzvahs are. If he appreciates what the mitzvahs are, then he knows the answer before he asks the question. And then we're not really telling him anything in the answer. So, we're not moving away from everything that we've developed. We're just shifting it a little bit. That instead of being a strictly intellectual question, it now becomes a question of Aveda. How am I serving Hashem in this way? So let's see. V'yash levarza. We could explain this according to that which we've explained elsewhere. This that's You have the entire Sefer Bereshis, a fifth of the whole entire Torah. In words, I think it's even more than a fifth than the whole entire Torah. As a Sefer, it's certainly a fifth of the whole entire Torah. So you have a huge section of the Torah that's telling us Maisa Avis, the story of the Avis. And to a certain degree, even the beginning of Shemais is connected to that, but you can argue. Certainly, however, the whole Sefer Bereshis. It's all a story about the Avis and how the Avis served Hashem. Now this is very important for us to know the story of the Avis, right? However, it's important as a historical background to the Torah. Why is it part of the Torah itself? Torah, the Zayar teaches us, is Milash and Hayra'a. And the Rebbe repeated this extremely frequently. Torah is there to teach us a lesson. Everything in Torah teaches us a lesson, How what we're supposed to do. If the others were serving Hashem in a way that is completely unrelated to our divine service, then seemingly there's no direct Torah in the Maiseh HaAvis. Rather, the Torah should have begun, as Rashi asks in the very beginning of the Torah, from HaChedesh HaZelochem, what we're going to read this Shabbos, Parshas HaChedesh. That should be the beginning of the Torah. Why are we starting the Torah from the beginning of Bereshit? Even though the story of the Avis was seemingly only a preface to Matan In other words, of course, if not for the Avis, we wouldn't be here. It's because of the Aved of the Avis, they paved the way, they forged the path, they allowed us to reach Matan And if not for them, we wouldn't be here. But... The preparation is not what's relevant. Is there something wrong with the? The preparation is not what's relevant to the Aveda itself. The Aveda itself that we do has nothing to do with what the Aves did. The Aves forged the path. Now that the path is forged, our job is to walk on this path, not to forge a new one. So what the Maim is going to teach us, and this is connected to the Ben HaChacham's question, is that indeed we do have within our Aveda an aspect of the Aveda Sa'aves as well. And we too have to forge a path. Now too, after Matantara, there needs to be a divine service which is similar to the divine service which the Aves did. We too have to, on some level, in some way, we too have to forge a path. How? What do we do? So the Maimer presents a fascinating perspective. And you know, the idea is the Zesh and it's Tavino Bechol Yem Vyem Yu Bei Necha 
kechadashim v'yeseir mizel chadashim. This that we were commanded, that every single day the Torah has to be for us, like nu, and even more than that, it has to be literally nu. Meaning, in the in Shema we say that the mitzvahs which I'm commanding you, Hayyim, today, today, today is, what's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> 27th of Adar. The 27th of Adar, Beis, Pei Beis. Yeah, it's 27. Mm-hmm. The 27th of Adar Beis, Tavshim Pei Beis. Today we received the Torah. When did we receive the Torah? What? In Sivan of the year. A long time ago. 2448. <laughs> 2448, not 5782. So, how do we say the mitzvahs which I'm commanding you today? Chazal teach us. Every single day they should be like new for you. Did you ever um, get a new watch? The first day you put on the new watch, it's kishmak. The second day, it was nice. The third day, it was old. Right? The same thing with everything that we have. All gashmias that we encounter, that we interact with. There's no such concept. It's new every single day. It's something brand new today that didn't exist yesterday. That doesn't make any sense. But if Chazal are teaching us that Bechol Yem V'yem Yukon Eid Beinecha Kechadashim or Chadashim Chadashim is obviously even more than Kechadashim if Chazal are teaching us that it has to be new, they're not just telling us um, a, 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 rev, a revved up excitement that, uh, come on guys, let's let's do this, let's make it happen, let's, let's feel like it's brand new today. Chazal are in fact teaching us a basic perspective, a fundamental perspective that we have to have in our approach to Torah and mitzvahs, which is reality, which is truth. Because in truth, everything that you did yesterday, it wasn't real. You know why it wasn't real? Because what did you in fact do yesterday? You knocked on a table, you wrapped some straps, you hung some strings. What did you do yesterday? Today, today, Hananiah, you're a new you. Avram, today you're being born again. You're a new person. And the Abishter is giving you the Torah anew. And today the Ebishter is telling you, knock on the table and you're connected to me. But today the knocking on the table is completely different than the knocking of the table of yesterday. It's a whole new experience. In fact, you said this morning, Bircha Satera, just a few moments ago. In Bircha Satera, you said, Baruch Atashem, Noisein Hatera. Blessed are you, Hashem. Not who gave us the Torah, who gives us the Torah, because Hashem continually gives the Torah. And this is because the Torah is connecting us to Hashem's infinity. And in Hashem's infinity, it's not like a race that you covered one mile today, two miles tomorrow, three miles the next day. It's not something that you're accomplishing in infinity, you could cover infinite amount of space and you've still gone nowhere within infinity. So what you've accomplished yesterday was extremely important for yesterday. 
but for today, it's irrelevant. That's the concept and perspective of you chadashim. You understand, Daniel? Let's read again inside. Va'inyinhu. And again, we have either the Kechadashim, V'yeseirim izu Chadashim, Hulayrak b'negeh l'hayoyker v'achavivos t'toyo mitzvahs. This isn't just telling us about the preciousness and the love that we have for Torah and mitzvahs, that we love Torah and mitzvahs so much that even though we already wore this watch yesterday, we already sat in this car, it no longer has that new car smell. But nevertheless, I still feel so excited every single day. This is the way you're supposed to feel in a true relationship. In a true relationship, you're supposed to feel every single day a whole new level of the relationship. Everything until today, that was all a preparation for the relationship. But today, this is where the relationship is truly achieving new depths. And that's because a true relationship is between my essence and the essence of the other person whom I'm having a relationship with. And in essence, there are no limits. There are no limits in essence. And since there are no limits in essence, therefore, the relationship is a whole new relationship today. And it can't compare the relationship of yesterday to today. It's a whole new development, a whole new level, something entirely new and different and deeper than anything I've ever experienced before. With Hashem, who is truly infinite, this is even more. The relationship that we have with Hashem is not something that I'm just building on yesterday. Yesterday was all forging a path. But today, this is where I am receiving the Torah brand new. So, not just my feeling of love for the Torah and mitzvahs, but the Torah and mitzvahs themselves are literally new. Every single day, it has to be on a new level. Tomorrow is going to be completely different. Completely different. A person who is religious in a box. So if you're in a box, then you're, you're stuck in that box. You're in the same box today, in the same box tomorrow, in the same box. That's not the way that a chassid lives. A chassid's not religious. He's not stuck inside of a box. A chassid is experiencing life. And when you experience life, then that experience is Mergen Vetzain Gor Andrish. Tomorrow is going to be completely different. It's a whole new experience that never existed. Every single day it has to be on a new and higher level, a level that you've never achieved until this point. Like the instruction that we have, to constantly ascend in holiness. And when we ascend, we're not ascending just yesterday we were on level two, today we're on level three, tomorrow we'll be on level four. When we ascend, it has to be to the point where it's, we're ascending to an entirely new space that wasn't even within the framework of what I was doing yesterday. Just like our Aveda compared to the Aveda of the Aves. It says, we mentioned this earlier in the Maimar a long time ago, some 10 shiurim ago or so. But we mentioned this in the beginning of the Maimar, that the Aveda of the Aves was considered like reyach, like a 
a, a fragrance compared to our Aveda. It's like the difference between smelling a geshmaka cake or actually eating it. A kugel, a good potato kugel. A good hot potato kugel. You get the smell, you don't get anything. You just get hungrier. But you eat a piece. Today, I'm eating a piece. Yesterday, I was just smelling it. But what I'm doing today is going to be just smelling it for the Aveda that I'm doing tomorrow. That's the difference between my Aveda from today till tomorrow. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's what Gor Andrish means. Gor Andrish means completely different. It's a whole new thing. You can't compare what I did today to what I'm going to do tomorrow. Or what I did yesterday to what I'm doing today. It's chadashim, it's brand new. It's a whole new experience, an experience that I've never experienced before. Could you imagine that? Um, if only. It's a... It's a difficult thing to accomplish, there's no question, but it's also something which we can integrate into our perspective. When we're sitting down by Krishna Shalomita, we have to say, tomorrow is going to be completely different. Tomorrow is going to be completely different means nothing from yesterday makes a difference. It doesn't matter. Whatever was yesterday was yesterday. We're not continuing from yesterday's slate. We're starting a brand new slate. Was yesterday a preparation? Did yesterday allow me to reach today? Absolutely. But today is a whole new day. But with that also, it could be every day is different in the way that in order to be Sometimes it's going to take more work. Sometimes it's going to be a little more natural. Right? Sometimes it'll be external situations that you have to push through that naturally make it sometimes it'll be like you have to put in more. So the, definitely there is there, there are certain external circumstances which sometimes push me exponentially forward. But where those external circumstances don't exist, and often those external circumstances are connected to things which we don't want, which aren't positive. Um, so we prefer to push ourselves exponentially forward without those circumstances, that we could just push ourselves because we could do it. If facing a challenge would help us rise so much farther, let's just do it from within without the challenge and allow ourselves to reach so much farther because of that. We can conquer our Yetzirah. We could say no. Just say no. We could be stronger than the world around us, the hell and behesta, the concealment. We don't have to have a manufactured challenge to push us forward as far as we go within the Ein Saif and within our bringing down the revelation of the Ein Saif it's still considered a concealment compared to where we can still get because the Ein Saif is the Ein Saif and therefore we still haven't seen it all we'll never see it all but I'm supposed to see today much much more than I've seen tomorrow and tomorrow much much more than I've seen today that's the point. Yeah? How is this connected with the Avais? Because the Avais, like I said, their Aveda was like Reiches compared to us when Shem and Turak Shemecha. In other words, their Aveda was only forging a path, but the Avais were not able to perform mitzvahs. Their mitzvahs were not able to draw down Atzmus. What we're saying is the atmos I draw down today is similar to just, that's what we say, that when Mashiach comes, it says the Torah that we study today is kehevel, is like air compared to the Torah that we're going to study when Mashiach comes. It's like mist, in other words, intangible. 
because as we develop level after level, the level which we achieved yesterday was intangible compared to what I'm going to achieve tomorrow. That's the constant focus which we have in our development and our growth is we're going somewhere much more. Like when you were in second grade and you thought that you understood it all. And then you got to third grade and you realized in second grade you were just a baby. But now you get it. And then you got to fourth grade, etc. Right? That's the way that our Aveda is supposed to be. Vizahu Shagam Akshav Lachimatan Tayyid Skip. Did I read this paragraph? Vaad Shatayro Mitzvah Shayu Atslay Kaidim to the point that the Tayyid Mitzvah that you had beforehand. Haim Kalay Khashiv. This is with a Khafadimin Ailay Khashiv. Either they're like nothing or they're literally nothing. Lagabi Atayro Mitzvah Diyamza compared to the Tayyid Mitzvah of this day. Shalachain Atayro Mitzvah Diyamza. Haim Kichadashim Oichadashim. They're like new or they're new. It's not just they're. Come on, guys, let's get excited again. No, it's really, it's exciting. It's brand new. There's something exciting that we're experiencing now where we have that brand new feeling, that brand new smell, that brand new energy, that brand new push that we never had before. This is why also now, after Matan there needs to be the Aveda that's similar to the Aveda of the Aves before Matan Because Matan takes place every single day. Obviously not just every single day, every single moment. But a day is like a, a division in time, a it's something you could hold on to. So every single day, Matan Torah takes place. And this is why in Brachis we say, the one who gives the Torah in the present sense. Every single day, a person is on a higher level. And therefore, every single day you have to have Aveda, which is similar to the Aveda Sa'avis, which is a preparation for Matan Torah of this day. Every single day you have to have an entirely new experience. And if you're having an entirely new experience, then you also have to have the preparation for that experience. The preparation for that experience, that's the Aveda Sa'avis. So I need to have within my Aveda every day the Aveda Sa'avis. In other words, from a certain perspective, I have to look in the beginning of my day by Krishna Shalamita Morgan Vetzain Gorandish. I have to have this perspective that I am going to be a new person. Even if yesterday I didn't wake up on time for Chassidus, tomorrow I'm going to be on time. Even if yesterday I didn't control my Yetzirah, tomorrow I'm going to control my Yetzirah. Even if yesterday I didn't concentrate during davening, tomorrow I'm going to concentrate during davening. And even if yesterday I concentrated during davening, tomorrow my concentration during davening is going to be on a whole new level to the point that my davening yesterday will be like nothing compared to my davening tomorrow. And this is a constant, constant, constant direction. My entire life, that every day my yesterday is like nothing to my tomorrow, to my today, to my tomorrow. In other words... I'm constantly growing. And that which I accomplished yesterday, and I should have accomplished yesterday, tomorrow is going to be a whole different story. It's going to be entirely different. And from this perspective, in this Aveda, in this feeling of Margin Vatsayin Garandish, in this feeling the Chacham every single day, has this beautiful energy that he looks 
and he sees himself that I'm about to receive the Torah. No. I'm going to get a whole new Matan Torah, Yeshua. I'm going to get a whole new Matan Torah. If this is the perspective that the Ben HaChacham asks, has, we could understand his question now. His question is not an intellectual question. It's an avoidadik question. Because the Ben HaChacham Appreciates, appreciates this experience. And he feels how every single day is brand new by him. Every single day he feels like he is at the his beginning of his Aveda. He's starting new. Clean slate. Brand new. He's at the beginning and he's looking at Matan Torah and he's about to receive the Torah. Now we're answering this last question, which we have not yet answered. You should make sure to go over the Mimer and see where every question was answered. But this is the last question, which we have not properly answered. That this that the Chacham says, You are not us. Avram, you asked this earlier. This is in order to emphasize that you received the Torah already. I didn't. This is completely the opposite of the way most Rishonim Mefarshim explain it. Most Rishonim explain that what's Eschem? Eschem is you who were before Matan Torah and received the Torah as opposed to me, who's already a generation after, two generations after, generation X, Y, Z. What comes after Z? I-Gen. I-Gen? Yeah. I don't know. But I guess there's, there's a whole new, it's a whole new beginning. It's yeah. Mamish. Um... So he, he's looking and saying, Eschem, you who were before Matan Torah and received the Torah from Hashem. That's the way most are looking at it. Over here, the Maimer is explaining just the opposite from a certain perspective. He's saying, Eschem, you, you who received the Torah, as opposed to me, who didn't yet receive the Torah. And he's asking this powerful question. How? How is it possible? And in his question, how? Again, it's not an intellectual question, how. It's an emotional question. It's an emotional, wow. I'm going to do that? I'm going to be able to put on tefillin? I'm going to be able to make Kiddush on Shabbos? I'm going to be able to go up to the Torah and make a bracha? Wow, how is it possible that I'll be able to do this? And he feels a brand new wow every single morning, every single day, every single experience. If that's what he feels, so then the question is, why is he asking the question only on Pesach night? He's not really. Many of the Mefershim explain that this is a constant question which the Ben HaChacham asks and which has to be engaged. It's a constant idea of Chinuch. But the focus is certainly Pesach night. That's when we have the Kenegad Arba, Banim Dibra Torah. So V'yash Lekasher Zesh HaShelos Ben HaChacham Yibayker Bilala Pesach. We could connect this to the idea that the question of the Ben HaChacham is primarily on the night of Pesach. Even though the question Ma'edus simply is with regard to the mitzvahs in general. So why is he asking it Pesach specifically? Because Pesach is especially connected to this idea of Mergen Vetzayin Gar Andish. Ki Pesach hu leidas am Yisrael. Because Pesach is the birth of Klal Yisrael, as it says in the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Yechezkel that compares Yitzhiya Mitzrayim to a birth. 
that that's when we were born as a nation. A birth, that means an entirely new experience, an entirely new lifetime. This is why Pesach focuses especially on the idea of education, because Pesach is a time when we're focusing on this rebirth, on this new energy, and the concept of re-educating, of focusing on education. Because educating children is something which begins immediately from birth. Immediately at birth. That's when you begin to educate children. And now, Pesach, we're being reborn, so to speak. We have the Chadashim, the new experience. And for that, for that birth, we need a new education. And that's the connection between his question and the night of Pesach. This he's asking, this question, is because the Chacham experiences that today is not yesterday. Today is a whole new thing. Chadashim, mamish. He's constantly rising up one level after another level and levels which are completely be'en areich, incomparable to the level that came before. So now he says, I'm about to experience a new matan and he's not shaykh, he's not relatable to anything like a child that was just born. He says, am I going to walk? Am I going to talk? Am I going to be able to achieve all of these things? How can I? Am I going to be able to connect to Atzmus Hussein Saif I'm standing here before Matan Torah. That's what the Abish is going to give me. There's the Neshama that's coming down into the world, about to be born. And there's a Neshama which is going up. And the Neshama that's coming down into the world, about to be born, he looks at the Neshama that is going up. He says, Is it true that you can purchase a pair of tzitzis? For a few kopecks. For a couple dollars. A pair of tzitzis. Tzitzis. Do you know what tzitzis are? Do you know what you have to do when you walk into a base hachayim? What do you have to do with your tzitzis? Why do you have to tuck them in? That people don't get jealous. So they don't get jealous. Because they don't have tzitzis up there. In Ganeidin there are no tzitzis. Canadian, there's lots of good things. Maybe there's pizza and sushi. There's certainly a lot of godliness. In Canadian, there's a lot of good stuff, but there's no tzitzis in Canadian. Tzitzis you have only here. And he says, is it true that you could buy just for a few kopecks a pair of tzitzis? Then the Shama is so, he's so excited. He's so, Wow. I don't believe it. I'm going to be able to do that. I'm going to be able to wear tzitzis. How can such a thing be? Unfortunately, the neshama that's gone its way up is a little bit more sarcastic, a little bit more um, uh, experienced, so to speak, from the world. And he says, yeah, it's true, but uh, just wait till you see what you have to do in order to earn those few kopecks. Fine. But that wow. That wow. That's what a chacham feels in the morning when he wakes up. He says, I'm going to be able to put on tefillin. I'm going to be able to learn Torah. And when I learn Torah, the wisdom of Hashem will become one inside of my head. And the greater the chacham is, the more he feels this wow. The more he has risen, the more he has refined himself, the more he is battled. Because the higher a person goes, the higher a neshama goes, the higher a yid goes. The more he feels, I'm nothing. The more he feels the greatness and the expansiveness and the wonderment of Ein Saif. And the more he feels like nothing. And the more he says, wow, can I really do that?
If we learn a mimer and we appreciate this mimer, take this mimer and learn it again and again. I don't know where you're going, what you're doing, what your plans are, whatever. Going to some foreign countries, doing foreign things. But he's going to be doing shlichus over there, there's no question. He's going to be giving up matzah, he's going to be helping his father make a seder and so on and so forth. But make sure that you have a copy of the Mimer with you and that you review it again and again. And that each morning you feel, each morning you feel on a much deeper level that the tefillin that you put on yesterday, you didn't even know what tefillin were yesterday. Today, today you know what tefillin are. And you're going to be able to put on film today. Wow! Am I going to be able to do that? That's what you feel. Can I really do that? And the answer is, Vatshuva. And the answer is, Hatshuva is Avadim Hayinu Lepare B'Mitzrayim. We were slaves to Pare in Mitzrayim. You know what it means to be slaves to Pare in Mitzrayim? To be slaves to Pare in Mitzrayim means to be feel like you can't stop watching YouTube. That's what it means to be slaves to Pare in Mitzrayim. To be slaves to Pare in Mitzrayim means that you feel like you're a slave to your tithes. You're a slave to your telephone, to your garbage, to the nonsense of the world. When you're a slave to Pare, when you feel like you can't throw away your phone, at that moment, you feel like you're completely lost you feel like you're a piece of garbage and that there's no way that you'll ever be a chassid that you'll ever be connected to Hashem but we tell the Ben HaChacham because the Ben HaChacham is also experiencing this even though maybe he's not a slave to his phone but he still feels so infinitely dif- distant from the Ein Saif that's his wow. That's his question. That's his emotional question. How am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to get there? And the answer is, just like when we were in Mitzrayim and we were slaves to Pari in Mitzrayim. So slaves to Pari in Mitzrayim could mean different things. Mitzrayim means Meitzer Gvul. Mitzrayim means limitation. Being a slave to Pari in Mitzrayim means that you're limited and you feel limited. So the limitation could be way, way up there or the limitation could be way down here where I am. But regardless of where you are, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim with a powerful hand. He, this answer is, even someone who is a baby, the moment that he is born, and in the parentheses, it says, Kailo, this includes, you're with me, Nayach. This includes, Zeshu Pashtus, someone who's on this level simply, literally, in other words. Whether he's on this level literally, Vileika ben hachacham, not like the Ben HaChacham who's on this level because of how high he's accomplished, but he's literally like a baby. And more so, he's a slave to Paroi. Paroi is a piece of... You know Paroi? Chazal tell us he was an Amai. And his Aver was an Amalong. That's what we're talking about. This is, we're talking about someone who's literally that. that that's his whole That's his, And you're a slave to that. Could you imagine? It's disgusting. It's filth. Someone who's an evid the of Mitzrayim, and he says, who am I? What can I possibly accomplish? Before the birth of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Nevertheless, Hashem took us out from there with a powerful hand. What does with a powerful hand mean? He grabbed onto us and said, it doesn't matter where you're holding, and he pulled us up. Hashem takes him out, 
ביד חזקה הוא תוקף האסקלוס. What's ביד חזקה? That's the powerful revelation with which Hashem revealed himself to us. ועד שנגלה עליהם מלך מלכי המלכים הקדוש ברוך הוא בכבידו ובעצמו גולם. Hashem himself. Not על ידי מלך, not על ידי שרף, not על ידי שליח. Hashem himself. בכבידו ובעצמו revealed himself to the Yidden. He said, here I am, Yeshua, Eliezer, Shalom, I love you. I want to take you out. I want you to be connected to me. And he redeemed them. This is skipping from one extreme to the other extreme. That's what Pesach is all about. Pesach is Milashan Dilug. Hashem went from the extreme of where he is down to the extreme of where we, where slash R. And Hashem said, I want you, let's go. He revealed himself to us with his entire strength. From the lowest level that we are, we're at. To the greatest level, which is this is what's going to be for us as well. Just like the days when the Yidden left Mitzrayim, so to Hashem will show us miracles now. Hashem is going to take us out of Galus from one extreme to another extreme. We too look at the world around us and wonder, Mashiach is supposed to be able to come. Look, where, how, when? Look at the devastation, look at the destruction, look at the hardships, look at the darkness. Where is Mashiach coming? But there will be a dilug from one extreme to the other extreme, from the doubled over darkness of Galus that we are currently experiencing. And especially the end of Galus, the Ikvis of the Meshicha, when, when Mashiach is about to come, the end of Galus, that's when the darkness is greatest. You don't need any explanation for that. I don't need to explain that to you, that you know too well. But from that darkness, Ba'im, we will come, Miyad, immediately, to the revelation of and all people will see. And the kingship will be for Hashem. Me mitzrayim ge'altan ve'savadim v'dishanum. Me mitzrayim. Me mitzrayim Mimitzayim, 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 Mimit